Levels, levels, Nick. Levels, levels, levels. The second one almost filled it out. The first one did fill it out. Uh, the things are not going too high. Should be good. Should be good. Okay. 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 Oh, before we start, my yeah. sister listened to some of these. Uh, my sister uh, had some other topic that I was supposed to research for you um, for our thing. Because, yeah, but she really liked your shredded wheat thing. She thought it was hilarious. And she's in marketing, so she thought it was funny in that way. Nice. Too. Yeah. We have lots of ridiculous marketing things, so hopefully we can have another one. I don't think I have. Nope. None this week. But someday we will. Someday. Uh, yeah, so before we start, I uh, because uh, <laughs> because of us having to move recording times earlier this time instead of later, which is a change. So it's it's good. I win. In all honesty, Nick, I think today was a little bit of a you blinked first sort of scenario because oh. <laughs> I uh, it's my my son's birthday and I was oh. like, man, I don't really want to. I don't really want to think it all night about his. Like the podcast when you know I have my son's birthday and yeah. obviously he would have been he would have been well asleep by the time we recorded but that's what I normally do show prep and such so it was like, yeah actually that sounds pretty nice not to worry about it so yeah it. worked well, out happy birthday to Avery that's awesome I'm glad it works and now we should start the show uh, okay okay. Welcome to the year we started a podcast. It's a podcast born Phoenix-like from at the ashes of last year's podcast. I am your co-host, Jeff. I kind of stuttered there a little bit. I am your other co-host, Nick. I always stutter a little bit. That's fair. Um, man, it's so weird. I've, like, because of the uh, different recording spaces that I've switched uh, just now, I, in our other, why didn't even really talk about it in the intro. I wanted to talk about it just a little bit. We're going to uh, we're going to talk about that for just a second. <laughs> um, anyway, we should finish this first. Uh, this is our podcast where a couple of friends have a continent apart there. would like to come together and talk about some of the things that are fun and interesting to us. Nick, I was going to move recording spaces. And uh, do you want to take a guess where I had moved my recording space to temporarily? Uh, the little room in your basement. Nope. It's not right. I I'm, I'm moved. Wrong. It's okay. I Honestly. I would have been weirded out a little bit if you would have guessed. No, but Nick, I moved my room to our closet, uh, which has lots of clothes, and the acoustics in that room are phenomenal. And if oh, it nice. if it wouldn't have got like, honestly, if it didn't get like seventy thousand degrees when it has a human inside of it for more than twenty minutes, like I would totally record in that room. Like it's like everything was so nice, uh, but it was very very hot uh, and a little bit claustrophobic. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyways, back back in the the regular office recording that, today with slightly. It's, it's a bummer that that is kind of a weird space to be in. Like that's a weird energy to be. In. <laughs> it is a it is a weird energy for sure. Like where and like the way that I was situated, um, like I didn't I wasn't even looking directly at uh, my laptop. I was like just staring at my wife's clothes. Uh, so <laughs> probably a little that's weird. weird. Yeah. Don't know how that's weird at all. But now I'm just back to staring at show notes, Nick. Uh, this is our 45th episode. Um, yes. And I just had a dumb thought when I was walking back downstairs, uh, carrying my microphone and screwing it back in. Um, that means if we were to record an episode every day for a week, <laughs> we would be at one year's worth of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And we could just take the next uh, – seven weeks off 
I think okay, that Jeff, sounds pretty you're good. You need to do all the topics, but I know <laughs> you've convinced me. No, I was just like wondering, like, what would you have to move in your life in order to make that happen? Because for me, that would be quite impossible. Um, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, like, if you had to, question. like, how how much money would you have to make from this podcast to justify doing such a thing? Not your, that much. Your... <laughs> Not that much. Okay. Yeah, honestly. Okay, give me a couple grand or like even a grand. And I'd be like, hey, Jed, Jed, this week is just this is this is recording week. I mean, I don't know. I could scrounge around the Patreon bucks. We'll see what I can find. <laughs> okay, okay. Nick, I want to know your two topics because I don't know exactly how long mine will, but I want to make sure we have time for it. But I definitely okay. want to hear about this first one because it is near yeah. and dear to my heart. Go ahead. It's, it's the it's the good old one. It's the this week I hurt myself. I wasn't gonna do Yay. it this week. I hurt myself because yeah, um, I always hurt myself. That's okay. Um, so this week I hurt myself and I'm not sure if it's me starting to get into that old man, uh, territory or what. <laughs> how, um, how many, when, Nick, I can never remember. When's your birthday? Uh, October 4th. And is, wait, and how old will you be then, Nick? I'll be 30, dude. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. I'm like knocking on the damn door. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. I'm coming into it strong. Let me tell you, I'm coming into it strong. Okay. Because for the last, like, week and a half, I have had a swollen ankle that is, like, super sensitive and tender when walking or, like, running or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've played basketball my whole life, and that's, like, a very common basketball injury of, like, rolling an ankle, and that's right, what yeah. happens. Right? So the the thing is, I, I have no idea where this came from. I do not know why my ankle is swollen like I rolled it. I, I do not recall rolling it. I have hmm. not played basketball in the last week and a half. Uh, but yeah, um, I've tried icing it twice and it seems to like help for like 30 minutes, an hour, and then it, it just g- goes back up. But it's like not bad enough to, to warrant me going to like the hospital or anything like that. You know, it's just like <laughs> have annoying. You, have you, I hate that. Have you Googled, uh, I have ankle pain and I have no idea where I got it? Cause I'm sure like the internet like That's, has all kinds is, of like, uh, one, they're just going to tell me it's cancer. Yeah, exactly where <laughs> I was going tell with that. me I have ankle cancer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> second, uh, secondly, so that is way too much work. Honestly, <laughs> I, it's been so benign and small that it's like not worth it. It's just like, why are you like this ankle? What happened to you? <laughs> Who did this? I'll tell you, I actually have kind of an interesting... Uh, so maybe this is just uh, confirmation of no, you're good. your thoughts uh, about the fact that you're just getting a little bit older now. Um, yeah. But uh, I, so I had some foot pain while running and wasn't able to run for a while. So I just had to walk like a bum. Uh, and then um, I decided one day to randomly try running barefoot uh, on the treadmill and that I could actually do without pain. I was like, frick, yeah, that sounds great. Um, nice. Except for the part where like I had blisters on my toes, which is yep. not, not as good. Yep. And then, so I looked up uh, barefoot barefoot running shoes, and so I got some barefoot running shoes that I could run in those, like, super good. And I mentioned that to a couple people that I know that are runners, and they're like, yo, you're, like, supposed to ease into those, just so you know, like, be a little bit careful, you might hurt yourself. And I don't know why exactly, but my both of my calves seem to have strains right now. <laughs> huh. Not sure if that's related or not. I w- yeah, I wonder if you, like, use different muscles because of, like, how, like, I don't even know, dude. That's weird. Yeah, I feel like mine might be a little bit more figure-outable than yours. That's but. fair. I, uh, my theory is that, like, while riding or something, I probably just, like, stepped funny off the bike or something like that or jumped funny off of something and just... That's my that's my running theory. That seems uh, like or, you know, I could have just, like, stepped a little bit funny and just brushed it off. But I don't know. Who who knows? 
but the the reason that I bring this one up is that uh, it's not just that I have a swollen ankle that's like this that has no discernible source. Um, this morning I woke up and my neck and shoulder are like super tight and super whatever. And also I have no reason for this. I didn't hmm. even do anything yesterday. I haven't I haven't done uh, weights for my shoulders in far too long. I haven't done anything that has like strained or used my shoulders as far as i know i carry my dog up the stairs because he's an old <laughs> fart but he's he's a little fart he's uh like i don't know dude i don't understand yeah. why is my neck hurt and, yeah and, you're gonna start clocking some of these buddy i'm so sorry and, to tell you no good oh no is dude, there any- I'm, spo- I'm supposed to have another month i'm supposed to have one more <laughs> just asking for one more month yeah the world's a cruel place um what uh is there are there other non-physical things that you feel like you notice yourself being slightly less uh attached to your young 20 year old self um like yeah i don't know yes uh i can't i don't i can't find myself caring about video games i have some friends who are like into anime and like i haven't been able to watch an anime for years without checking out and not caring yeah yeah that's that's pretty pretty much it video games anime just phased out and that's fine that's good those are good things to drop honestly yeah uh so yeah just about I feel, that i feel like for me it's more like i'm because like obvi- like i kind of joke about social anxiety stupid stuff uh on here but i do feel like i'm a little bit less like i care a little bit less about what people think to some degree uh, i feel like that's a nice thing <laughs> it's nice no, to I, not care quite so much that totally is i i wonder sometimes if that's just like if the way that i care less because i do too and jen always tells me oh yeah, yeah yeah you're gonna stop caring about what people think i still care about what people think i just um I feel like I'm better in the the social circles I have to walk through now. Do you know what I mean? Like Nick, you're, you're you just... have been an old man your entire life, Mister No Social Media. I feel like I mean, true, true. <laughs> you are, yeah. I don't know. I I worried about like the most ridiculous things uh, about what people thought of me, and same maybe, same here. Like, yeah, but like the thought of like not getting on Facebook. Like gay, that that thought would have given like fifteen year old me so much anxiety for being such a weirdo. And here you are, don't even like consider it as an option. Like just like, screw you guys and your stupid social media. Well, okay, I'm from so ten ha- years in the future where I know it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know how uh, everyone talks about like someone having an old soul, and what they mean is that they're like you know uh, quiet and reserved and like empathetic and stuff. I feel like I have an old soul, but, like, I have, like, an old, angry man yelling at kids on his lawn soul. Like, I was like, what are you doing on social media? Isn't it a waste of time? You guys are dumb. You guys are dumb. And everyone's like, Nick, you're go back to freaking geometry class. Like, what are you talking about? Dude? Yeah, I agree with that assessment of yourself. <laughs> thank, 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 thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, I have a psychology degree. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. You do? That's, that's, infor- that's bad. Oh, God. <laughs> Nick, talk about the next topic that I have literally no idea. Or if I do know, I don't know from the four letters you've typed here. Okay. I can't, like, go into this one hard because I am un- underqualified to talk about this. Although you actually might be qualified to talk about this. Um, Jeff, have you heard of Axie Infinity? Hmm. You've triggered now words that make me feel like... I Should I... I you can don't, Google it. Please Google okay. it. Please. Axie Infinity is a crypto game, a cryptocurrency game, uh, that uses NFTs as... Oh, uh, no. No, I uh-huh. have no idea what this is, but I'm very intrigued now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's a video game where you Oh have, my gosh, this is going to be the future. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have so many opinions about this. Okay, keep going. Jeff, Jeff, 
Jeff, okay. So the game is kind of sort of Pokemon-esque. They, they market it a lot as like being Pokemon-esque. Uh, using uh, little monsters called axes, okay? The axes are all NFTs. And you have to, it, you can either buy or breed axes. Uh, and they all sell for actual currency. Um, and the monsters are NFTs. This means an axe you create through the game's breeding mechanics will be by being minted as an NFT, a unique and original digital object. We've talked a little bit about NFTs. Um, I know the, the cursory amount that a relatively tech literate person should know. Um, and you can earn more uh, more crypto uh, through other resources in the game. Some of these are things that will be used later. Um, and the game is run on the Ethereum blockchain. Uh, and its market is running through the, the, the uh, Ethereum mark, uh, blockchain. Uh, Jeff, this game is freaking huge. This game... So this game had like over a billion dollars in revenue in August. Whoa, and whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. All right, I'm uh -huh. going back to Googling this game. I thought it was like yeah. a, a thing that like is kind of more conceptual, less uh, billion no. dollar revenue-y. <laughs> right, <laughs> correct. And the uh, the developers oh get like a 4.25% uh, sh uh, share of um, all of the transactions, which means that this little freaking game development studio made like Freaking, what is that? Forty is that forty two million in freaking yeah. in August? Jeff, forty two million in a month for a freaking little game developer is pretty damn good, Jeff. And and they had at some point in time, I think it's actually been passed. Um, I was googling a whole bunch of stuff, and there's like a lot of articles from all different kinds of times that aren't updated, which is uh, slightly frustrating. But they had the biggest NFT sale ever at some point in time of like land inside of inside of the game um which i don't know how the housing or land thing works i don't i don't know if it like helps breeding or what uh but the it sold for over a million dollars oh my gosh <laughs> well, i don't like i keep reading okay i i'm sorry i like i just i need to understand a little bit more about this so i i kind of reading the same like three sentences which are the same three sentences you kind of shared of, i like, know they generate profits through buying breeding and selling digital pets yes like what is that like? Is there more gameplay than that? Like, uh, do you do like anything? There is there is battling. It didn't look in depth at all. Um, but like you have, so you, you can breed any. Uh, I think it's any two axes you can breed, and then they will produce an uh, a completely unique and original offspring that you then have to raise up. And I don't really understand when or why they have value, or if they have to reach a certain like level to be tradable or what. Um, but they can also battle and like battling levels them up and stuff. And I don't really understand like all the stuff I found online. I, and I didn't want to do a deep dive on it because I am not like a crypto expert by any means. I like, you know, broadly understand what, what blockchain, like, you know, I have like that super entry level understanding of what, what broad, uh, blockchain is. And anyways, so I don't really understand like our higher levels, you know, do they have more, uh, value and to create a um, to start breeding something I do think that you have to earn tokens that you can then like turn into uh, or like use as currency to breed I don't really fully understand that either but I've I've seen people or I've seen some things that sentences say that, they, that you have to have a certain amount of tokens to breed I'm not positive if that's accurate or if I'm just like misinterpreting uh, something but yeah oh my gosh what a fitting thing 
to come after we talk about how we're getting so old to talk about this thing that I have no concept of how this is so huge. It, and it's it's really huge. Is and you don't have to, you don't have to uh, play to uh, to invest in uh, to invest in it at all. Um, you just it's a, like an option, and it's a they market it as a pay to earn. Uh, or sorry, uh, play, play to, to earn. earn. Play to yeah. play, wow, I, I don't know why I said pay to earn. Play to earn. Uh, and so like it can have a huge market value even without people playing. Um, Freaking Mark Cuban invested in it. I have a feeling that Mark Cuban is not playing this game in his free time. Who's <laughs> um, <laughs> to say? He's a weird dude. It's, it's true. It's true. But let me tell you what one thing I really, really wanted to um, to like share with you. Okay, this is part of the reason I wanted to bring this up entirely. And the reason I brought it up is that my neighbor is really, really interested in this and thinks that I will have big insights on it. Christopher, I appreciate you. Shouts, you're a great guy, and everything. I do not have great insights. I just think this is hilarious. Uh, Jeff, can you click on this link for me? I've clicked this link. Yeah, so Jeff, these are the most expensive uh, Axie out there. Um, you see that they're pretty cute. It's, Different colors. It's they're very similar. It's still looking. loading, but I'll take your word for it, or we can okay. just sit here quietly. Okay, well, you you, uh, you you just wait for it to load while I tell you. Um, Jeff, so you can like sell these NFTs to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Jeff, I want you to, when you get this loaded, I want you to tell me if you think that the top, uh, the most expensive token is worth the money that it is. Just look at it and tell me if you think it's worth it. Oh, man. I sure would love to play in this game. <laughs> Take a screenshot and put it in Discord. Okay, here. I can't get this thing to load for me. Uh, it, it was uh, giving me issues, too. I'm sorry. It, it knows I'm from Kansas. It knows better. <laughs> we don't need any part of this crazy Silicon Valley stuff. Here you go, Jeff. Here's the 10 most expensive tokens out All there. All right. I'm here. They, and um, they were sold for this much, I should say. Hmm. Yeah, and, like, because of how NFT works, like, you can see the last time, like, what that's what somebody paid for. So, like, then somebody else would presumably sell it for more, potentially. Yep. Yeah, so, um, this so one named... So, Pokemon that was sold for $131,000, Jeff. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like that's real grounded in reality and tied to value that it can provide. So, yeah, that, that seems right. No, and like, like yes, there is a drop off, but like you're talking about a dozen of these little cute fellas uh, that have sold for like over a million dollars five, collectively or yeah. something. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, even the tenth most expensive one is still well over five figures. You know what I mean? Like well into well yeah. into five figures. I, oh my I gosh. don't know what the hell I'm supposed to take from that. Like, what in the world? This is really crazy. I I guess like according to random internet articles, like. The average player can earn something around fifteen hundred dollars a month um, for people that are act, like that do this like full time, which obviously is not yeah. a ton. But like for playing a game for to be an average, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and what I will, will say is, uh, I mean it, that that sounds very promising. Uh, I know it's huge in the Philippines, uh, probably for a similar reason, just as a way to like try to make as much money as you can in like your free time or something. But. Uh, I don't know why that's exclusive to the Philippines. I said it out loud and I was like, wait a second, everybody <laughs> should be trying to make more money in their free time. Um, but more importantly, um, the, the value of the crypto that they're, they're trading is, uh, has kind of fluctuated a lot, but it's also skyrocketed, uh, at times. So like it went up a huge amount. I like read an article from, uh, like what, like May or something like that. Uh, and it had, they were saying how it started to come back down to earth and it dropped 40% this month or something like that. And then yeah. I look and the next article I read is from August and the valuation is up like 
$50 or something, which is insane. Like it went from like $16 to $71 or something like that. And uh, so point being, it's kind of up and down and all over. And, you know, there's always the risk of getting in, at, uh, you know, what, what uh, buying high and yeah. But I, that's why I don't want to like go into it because I don't know anything about this kind of things, market trends. So I do not want to comment on like whether or not it's actually a good uh, advice, but it's freaking hilarious and weird and we live in a weird time. Yeah, this is sort of stuff like sometimes I think about like if I could be transported back to, uh, you know, 1990, whatever, and been asked like, what kind of weird ways will the internet change things? And like, obviously, <laughs> you wouldn't have thought near like any of the things that exist today. Um, and and then like when you talk about like what's digital currency and blockchain going to look like and change the landscape of things in like the next 10, 20 years. And it's like, this is the sort of stuff that makes you realize like, it's going to be even wilder than this. And this is wild. (laughs) I I do not exactly right. This is, so this is like incomprehensible from like 10 years ago, in my opinion. And that's saying, so they like. Everything about this would have been incomprehensible in 1990. And 1990 oh, is not that long ago. <laughs> no. But you'd be like, okay, so there's this thing that's going to come out called Pokemon, okay? Pokemon is like this thing where you <laughs> have pretend digital, like, you know, like cartoon, like animals, but they're your friends and you like raise them. And, uh, you know, like on a screen, like kind of like Tetris, but like instead of Tetris, you're raising digital animals, okay? But then 20 years after that, we're going to get... <laughs> A way to gamify oh, it and make money. Don't worry. Yeah, man. Yep. So, quitting my job to play uh, this crazy, crazy game of Axie Infinity. Okay. Oh, man. I mean, if, if, as far as I'm concerned, if you can just sell one of these guys at the top here, you're basically making <laughs> an, a, a medium American uh, salary. You're good. There you go. That seems worth it. Worth the risk. Um, all right, Nick, uh, let's move on to what I want to share as our main topic. This uh, Yes. I almost said this evening. It's not this evening. It is this afternoon. Depending on when you listen to this, maybe this morning. Um, I want to tell you a story about some people from Kansas. Um, uh, it's from a, a some people that live uh, near Potwin, Kansas. Do you know anything about Potwin, Kansas, Nick? I, I didn't know it was a thing. That, that's a new name to me. Yeah, I wouldn't expect. Let's let's do a quick Google. See what the uh, the uh, population of Potwin, Kansas is. Population four hundred and sixty six people. So not super big. I live in a very small town, and even that is it's less than half of uh, where I live. So um, not a lot. Yeah, that's pretty small. Pretty um, small. But it is close to where I live. Uh, in fact, I've played basketball in the Potwin gym uh, many a times as a young kid. Oh, nice. um, so yeah, that's that's my tie to it. It is definitely a place that I am quite familiar with. Have probably <laughs> probably seen most of the people that uh, live there be, uh, from the you know the, the basketball days. But this is this story is very weird, and I'm going to tell it in such a way that I don't give away exactly what's happening at first because I just think it's very interesting. This was something that was pretty much uh, like a, a pretty popular thing in the zeitgeist, like uh, I don't know, five six years ago. I think when this story originally broke, and somehow I completely missed it, or I just don't remember it at all. Um, okay. But since it's so close to home, like I wanted to share it with you. So. Uh, there were a couple that were renting a house, uh, and it was an old farmhouse just uh, outside of Potwin. It was like over a hundred years old, 
Um, and they started to have some weird things happen to them. Very weird things, actually. Uh, so I might pause a couple times throughout this uh, to see if I f- if you feel like you understand what's happening. Uh, as of now, no. They bought a house and, yeah. Um, Joyce Volgeman Taylor was the owner, and um, they were, and she was renting out uh, this this farmhouse that had been in her family for a very long time. Um, and the couple that lived in that, actually, no, I'm sorry. Um, the couple that lived there legally, since they were renting, didn't get uh, anything uh, happening to them for any of this. But they definitely were firsthand accountants of the things, that, uh, firsthand witnesses of the thing that, the things that were happening. The first thing that happened that was kind of weird in 2011, uh, a person that was a small business owner out on the East Coast contacted her uh, and actually got her phone number and uh, really, really aggressively blamed her for spamming their uh, business email to the extent that basically their business email was unusable. Huh. And again, you're talking about you're talking about this this person who small. Uh, it's very, very small town outside that small town on a farm. Like that's the, the property she owns and she's getting blamed for, uh, basically spamming this guy's email. So that's pretty weird, huh? Yeah. Just, ran- uh, just randomly rude and mean, bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in fact, that was just the first example, but people continue to call her and, uh, accuse her of like all kinds of terrible things. And, uh, in fact, in, uh, in the summer of 2011, a sheriff came and knocked on the front door of that property and was looking for, was looking for a, uh, a stolen truck, which is not the sort of thing that you just randomly have happen to you. No, not often. Do you have, before I keep going into some of these other just wild things that happen, do you have any guess at this point what, what had occurred? I assume that someone who previously lived there had done things to, to people, like slash, like stolen a truck and. Uh, well, what kind of okay? What kind of Grand Theft Auto email spammer is com- like? What's the Venn diagram there? What type I, of person I, that's is doing where that? I'm, I'm totally out of. T- uh, that's where I have nothing so far. Well, I don't the, know. The Venn diagram gets a little bit more difficult, but maybe it will give you a little bit of a clue. Okay. So th- they would have some authorities show up occasionally looking for runaway children. What? Um, ambulances would show up uh, prepared to like try to save a suicidal person based on calls from other people. What? And basically like this weirdness from 2011, I think it went on for uh, a few years, basically FBI agents, federal marshals, IRS collectors, like there were just all assortments of people looking for people that had done bad things uh, or were doing bad things or needed help, etc. We're showing up at this person's uh, property. Like I'm, I'm confused. We're talking, we're talking about the middle of nowhere, Kansas, Nick. Yeah. So this is why I'm so by nature of it being middle of nowhere, Kansas, I could see like, um, like a property being like a a popular, uh, like that being a popular place to, to pretend that something is like trying to like fraudulently put uh, your address as something like that, it's because it would probably be harder to check on harder. Like there's probably less uh, like police resources in that kind of area, something like that. But I uh, like, I'm super grasping at straws to understand what is there like some in my brain. I'm like, Nick, there's no like criminal organization of like kidnappers slash like <laughs> suicide. So I don't understand how suicide would relate to that. You know what I mean? Like I'm super, <laughs> super grasping at straws. Yeah. Here I don't know what the, what the next step would be and how that would 
tie them all together. To be honest, uh, I'm kind of proud of you. You've like you haven't solved it, but you've almost figured okay. it out. Like you're okay. you're in the zip code. Um, okay, cool. So uh, this would go on. Obviously, having FBI agents, policemen, uh, sheriffs showing up at your door is not super ideal. Not fun. Uh, but then uh, something even worse started happening. Um, and this is, I mean, we could pause and talk about how the internet is a little bit broken in this way. Uh, but they got doxxed, uh, multiple times, which if you don't know what doxing is, it's where there's basically an angry internet mob that thinks something bad is happening to these people and they want to do them harm. And they leak a bunch of personal info, like phone numbers, addresses, emails, etc. It could take a whole bunch of different forms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically... Things that shouldn't be shared with an angry mob of people, especially um, if uh, it's something like that in this situation. And that had, you know, that kind of amplified the issues that they were having. The The only one that I actually found funny was one time they had just an unexplained toilet left in their driveway. Like, <laughs> like I guess if you're going to harass somebody, that's a... <laughs> That's slightly better way to do it. Yeah, like, I don't want to laugh at someone, like, but that's the weirdest form of harassment I've heard. That's, that's, and it's, at least it's like, okay, well, the toilet's gross, but it's not, it's not, it's not actively threatening. <laughs> right, exactly. It's pretty good. Okay. Pretty benign. Okay, so to explain this, uh, and I think you're probably going to catch on pretty quick at this point, um, I need to explain. Uh, who MaxMind is. Do you know the company MaxMind? Nope. So they are, and I'll just read off of, like if you just Google a name, they are an industry-leading provider of IP intelligence and online fraud detection tools. Okay. Did you get any clues from that yet? Um, I mean, I assume that, you know, MaxMind flagged that someone is using that as as uh, using their address for fraudulent stuff, but that's it. So... So they do IP intelligence, and in order for their services to be uh, effective, they have to basically map out uh, and make that be publicly available, or you can pay for it to be available. Um, the you know the physical location of IP addresses, and okay. sometimes that's relatively doable, um, especially if you want to talk about like getting it down to um, a city level or a block level. Uh, if you're far enough away from other people. You know, that, that can more easily be tied to a specific address. But sometimes, Nick, you just, it, it like, you are able to mask these sort of things. And so, the and like, not getting into a lot of the technical detail there, uh, both because I don't want to, and also I don't know all the details of how it works. Um, but basically, there are times where you can only say with a level of uh, accuracy that they knew that this IP address came from the United States. Right. And... The geographic uh, center of the United States um, is in Kansas. It's like 38 point something, something, something degrees north and 97 something, something, something degrees west. But like all those numbers are really hard to remember for people. So it became like really commonplace that if you just know where it came from was the United States, then you would put uh, 38 degrees north, 97 are they degrees like west. literally the most central like – the most central IP that there is, and like so, like when people were creating like VPNs and false IPs for America, they're just they're just like automatically <laughs> so, mapping to their house. So, is that what it so, is? So okay, so like the actual <laughs> geographic center is is a couple hundred miles away, but okay. if you round both the the latitude and longitude to the nearest whole number, you get these people's front yard. Oh my god! And so. There, so 
<laughs> yeah. So they were getting tracked down because, or they were getting uh, like falsely uh, connected to, to crimes and crap that are committed with a, with an I with, with uh, just a generic IP that was used in some VPN or some other tool that's like, or like giving a false uh, IP, right? You've solved my IP puzzle. Yes. <laughs> um, which is wild. Um, yeah. And it's so like reading into this more. Um, like apparently they weren't the only ones that had this happen to them. I guess, uh, especially in the early days, uh, you know, like a decade or so ago, there were lots of people that had this sort of thing happen to them because there are other times where you can definitely guess or you definitely can like pin it down to a particular state or a particular city, but you can't get any more specific than that. So these people that would be like in the, the, the latitude longitude center of a city or a state, oh. they, like everybody had this. So you had like all 50 states had people that were potentially affected by this. And then like, especially major cities, like if you, New York, like the person that was like geographic center of New York. Oh no. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as you, like that was, it was, it was just wild, but obviously this was the biggest one. Cause this was the, the geographic or the, the IP center, the internet center of the United States. Um, that's that's super wild. First off, you never think about how that kind of stuff can be connected. Like you never think about how I, I've never even considered what the geographic center of the United States is. But it makes perfect sense that that would have like implications on IP addresses, uh, especially just like generated IP addresses that don't really care about trying to be spe- precise or anything of the sort. Uh, but two, like, dude, what a what a bizarre thing to have to deal with when you buy a house. You're just like, oh, yeah, you know, we just happened to get all the fraud claims because – or not fraud, <laughs> a bunch of crimes associated with our home because, I don't know, VPNs or some crap. What the <laughs> hell? Yeah, and, like, how – it what that, like, led me to is, like, just to think about how, like – and I guarantee you, like, if we sat down and thought about it, there are – there are so many unintended, very terrible, weird consequences of things from the internet that we like just would have never been able to foresee. Like uh, this company, they obviously did not intentionally try to cause these poor people so much uh, anxiety and stress and disruption to their daily lives. But like it's certain things like typing, you know, <laughs> rounding the, the latitude and longitude into scripts where there's IP addresses that you can't assign to more specific places. Like that decision, like ruining people's lives temporarily is just, is just wild. It's really weird. It, it, it speaks to how like we, we take for granted that like a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the code out there in the world and like decisions making with software, software engineering we take for granted that they probably just have to like, you know, eventually give in and just like make a decision. And like, I can see, you know, the tools that, that cause that not, not having been cho- done for any kind of, uh, e- not even being done lazily. It's just like, yeah, okay. So we're going to just round it. Like that's, that's the easiest, the only realistic way to do it. And we shouldn't get too precise anyways. Right. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really funny. Yeah. It's just crazy. Um, do you want to hear how the story ended? Yes. Let me in. Okay. Um, so they, they did sue, <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> they did sue Max Mind for this, um, for what I consider to be a little bit of a paltry amount, like it's $75,000 plus class, which to have like multiple people coming to your door, like, and like just having all this stress of like figuring this out over the multiple years, like that seems like not that much. I don't know. Maybe, 
Though I, I kind of agree. Like, that's a huge disruption to your life. I don't know. Like, and, and like threat, like, and like all the doxing that happened. Like, the internet's a crazy place. Uh, I don't uh, know. Yeah, that's I, like I, a non-zero threat to your life. Hey, good on them for uh, for not abusing the system. Uh, but like, damn, dude, I, I I'm with you. I would uh, I I would assume that that uh, that'd be more. Yeah, I feel like that's the sort of thing that gets settled out of court for undisclosed amount. And honestly, maybe that's what happened. I just didn't read deep enough into it. But um, but yeah. Uh, and then any guess on what Max Mind did to uh, the IP address of the United States? The, uh, the generic one. I assume that they either randomized it or they chose uh, their own location or they chose like a, a an empty location or something to that effect. They moved the uh, actually uh, and maybe I'll cut this into the actual episode because the source that I actually heard this from was the person who um, like had conversations with these people uh, when they were like going through all this. The founder of the company is like, oh my gosh, like I had no idea, like what should we do? And I was like, well, you might want to change it somewhere else. You know, he got back to me and was like, hey, we moved it to a lake. Do you think that's a good solution? And I was like, when did I become the internet infrastructure? <laughs> which oh, cool. is uh, Lake Genie, which uh, I have also, or Genie Lake, which I have also been to quite a lot. <laughs> um, nice. So I feel, I feel like I have quite the connection to the center of the internet in the United States. Apparently. Uh, well, that, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking is like a, just a generic public place that like wasn't connected to any per- people or any like private re- residents or anything like that. Uh, it makes sense. But I do like the idea of someone like super pissed at somebody that they like found out about online and they like, they're like tracking down the IP address and they show up when they got the, the toilet in the back of the truck ready to freaking leave it on some, and they, and they just get to like a public lake. They're like, God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is the right address at all. <laughs> no, no, probably not. There, there's a whole lot more. Um, if you want to listen to a little bit more about this story and uh, and hear some other people that kind of went through this sort of thing, there is a uh, reply all episode of uh, this exact thing. It's episode 53. Note from the editor, also episode 84. Uh, I was bad at Googling in the moment there, but there's also a, a bit of that at uh, 25 minutes into that episode. Uh, it's super, super uh, interesting to hear like firsthand accounts of these people's stories of people that were affected by this weird IP address rounding uh, shenanigans that happened uh, in the early aughts. Um, so definitely go check that out. Uh, Dude, it's, it, this is honestly super interesting. I, uh, I like it's it's almost anticlimactic, but it's it's very interesting. It's very interesting. It's just weird. It really it's one of those things. It's like the the answer to why things are happening being something that is just like some company, uh, you know, thousand miles away making a decision to make their lives slightly easier. Like that that correlation of things shouldn't be so closely tied, but it no. just. In this case, it was 100% the cause. It was just very weird. Uh, a little little unsettlingly so, but yeah. There totally. Um, all right, Nick. We are going to go record our Patreon-only podcast the year we start another podcast. Uh, this one's going to be fun. I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, I think, unless Nick convinces me otherwise, I'm going to talk about just some wild, wild TikTok things. Um, if you want to nope, check that out, to <laughs> go to patreon.com forward slash Tywasap. You can also follow us at Tywasap on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, but not Snapchat. Not Snapchat. And you, never. Right? But you can find all that at tywasap.com. 
Nick, thank you, sir, for potting with me on a Wednesday afternoon. Yes, you're welcome, sir. This has been the year we started the podcast. Thank you all for listening.